Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Curly Girl Convos. I am your host, Ariel Elise, and I'm glad to be back. Uh, I apologize for the little month or two break that I ended up taking. It was not in my plan, but life became pretty hectic with school, golf, home, just everything kind of happening at once, and it wasn't in the forefront of my brain to record stuff, but here I am back again with another episode, and I'm really glad to be back, and I will try to have a more constant updating schedule. I plan to have a lot of more episodes with different movie reviews, musical reviews, random rankings, movie ratings, different things, just random stuff. I do plan to make a curly girl routine at one point, and good news, I do plan on getting a diffuser soon. So if you have curly hair, listen girl, I'm here for you. I'm curly girl, curly guy, girlfriend, I'm here for you. Anyway, that's not the topic of today's episode. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the new Dear Evan Hansen movie, I say new with a pint of salt because it came out September 24th, I believe. It became, came out in September of 2021. I'm currently recording this October 31st, 2021. But anyway, that's not, that's not a big deal. I'm still here to review the movie and give my honest opinion. So let's do that, shall we? Little disclaimer. Two things. Two disclaimers. Number one, this will contain spoilers for the movie and musical because they coexist in the same universe. So if you have not seen the musical or or movie, I recommend in your best interest to not listen to this unless you're okay with getting spoilers because personally, I don't like spoilers. So if I were to listen to a podcast reviewing something and it had spoilers that I wasn't aware of, I'd be kind of angry if they didn't preface that. So, just a little warning, this will have spoilers, but if you don't mind, listen all you want. Also, the, both the musical and film have mentions of prescription drugs, anxiety, self-harm, and suicide. If any of these are trigger warnings to any of you, I, I believe that it's in your best interest to listen with caution because everything I do here is to entertain you guys and to talk about my feelings. So if you guys think any of these topics are sensitive, then I believe it's your best interest to either listen with caution or not listen to this episode because I wouldn't want anything to happen to any of you guys because you're my wonderful audience. But let's get into it, shall we? Let's start with a little review. Dear Evan Hansen is a Tony-winning musical about a teenage boy by the name of Evan Evan Hansen who evidently gets himself into a lot of drama because of a misplaced letter. Evan has social anxiety, and his therapist gives him the instructions to write letters to himself about how each day will go. On his first day of his senior year in high school, he writes himself a note saying, Dear Evan Hansen, today will be a great day and here's why. Continuing the letter with how he believes this year will go. He prints it out at school on the first day, and in the library, his bully, who is also kind of the school stoner, Connor Murphy, ends up finding the letter and taking it from him because he reads his sister's name, Zoe Murphy, on the letter, who is, coincidentally, Evan's crush. So, he steals the letter from Evan. And about a week later, Evan gets called into the office by Evan's parents, by Connor's parents, excuse me, and gets the news that Connor ended up taking his own life. And the only thing left of him was this note titled, Dear Evan Hansen, today is going to be a great day and here's why. Now, you may be thinking, but wouldn't it say sincerely 
Evan Hansen if he wrote it to himself? That's the tricky part. He ended it saying, Sincerely me. So whoever was in possession of the note, which was Connor Murphy, could be thought that if it was taken from Connor, it was written by Connor to Evan. And that is what everyone thought. And the only person who knew the truth was Connor and his friend, Jared Kleinman. Number one, Jared Kleinman is great comedic relief throughout the whole thing. So Evan ends up in a whole pretty much scandal with the school knowing basically he comes up with this reality that he was best friends with Connor the whole time and they basically kept their friendship a secret and he has to make up all these scenarios because he doesn't want to let Connor's parents down he wants to make up this reality of this son that these parents always wanted and he keeps it going until he eventually at the end gets busted um it's a beautiful movie it's a great story about friendship self-discovery honesty relationships and so many more different themes that throughout the whole thing and just the songs are literally impeccable i cannot tell you i cannot preface this enough the songs are amazing they do have a little bit of a gospel vibe to it in a way because i was taking a road trip with my mom a few months ago and we were listening to my theater playlist which has like a bunch of musicals on it and it was playing a bunch of the songs from dear Evan hansen my mom's like why are we listening to christian music and i'm like this is dear Evan hansen but the songs are beautiful they have beautiful messages um my top three favorite songs would have to be only us which is sang by evan and Zoe, when they end up in a relationship at one point, yes, they do. They're just beautiful couple goals, but they do end up breaking up later in the musical and the movie. Another song is Sincerely Me, which takes place at the beginning, which is basically Evan and Jared Kleinman forging these emails between Connor and Evan, saying like, so one of the lines is, Dear Evan Hansen, we've been way too out of touch. Things have been crazy, and it sucks that we don't talk that much. So basically, it's these two best friends going back and forth, having these conversations like, hey, we have to talk more. And they're sharing these stories. And it's a really funny song. It's really fun. It's really upbeat and catchy, and I love it. Another one of my favorite songs. My third song was a tie between two. It's You Will Be Found, which is the song they play in the movie trailers that goes, Even when the dark comes crashing through, when you need a friend to carry you, when you're broken on the ground, you will be found. And I'm sorry if the notes are wrong, but that's basically how it goes. It's such a beautiful song. It's saying, yeah, basically, you're not alone in whatever you're going through. And it touches me. It's such a beautiful song. And I would say, 8 out of 10 times I listen to it, it'll make me cry. It's a beautiful song. Another one that makes me cry quite a bit is Words Fail. And this song is basically Evan revealing to Connor's family, to his mother, his sister, and his dad in the musical, stepdad in the movie, which I feel is a cool detail to put in, is basically revealing, I screwed up, but words can't tell you how bad I feel about this. It's insane. I love it so much, and... Sorry, I had a little summoning from my mother. Anyway, as I was saying, the song is very, very beautiful. I love it. It basically touches me, and words fail. He's basically saying, 
words basically pretty much words fail to convey the emotions that i'm trying to say words can't say how much i'm so sorry for doing what i did and i know that i really messed up bad and i know that it's probably unforgivable but this is what i did and i'm sorry i messed up about it and he is right it is kind of unforgivable but still it's a beautiful message in the song Uh, The original role of Evan Hansen was portrayed by Ben Platt, who ended up reprising the role in the movie, but that did come with some controversy, and let's touch on that. Um, With Ben reprising the role of Evan, there was a little bit of, I guess, um, hot and cold in the theater community, because Ben Platt, he is an amazing actor. His voice is amazing. He portrays these emotions just perfectly. He makes you sympathize and empathize with the characters. It's amazing. But, he's in his 30s, so him playing a teenager could bring some controversy. And there are people in the theater community, including myself, who are like, he originated this role, this is the role for him, he did great the first time, let's see how it does in a movie. But there are other people who are like, this man is 30, he should not be playing a teenager. But, I believe that he should i believe that it was a great directorial choice for him to reprise the role and i mean everyone is entitled to their own opinion and that is just mine and i believe that's it uh, let's talk about some pros of the movie about the movie i love how they brought the locations to life i love how they brought alive the school i love how they brought alive the murphy's house i love how they brought alive evan's house it really gives a feel for how different the families are, not only in, like, social status, because it's pretty clearly shown how the Murphy's house is, like, really nice, and it's big, and it's open, and the Evans house is just a regular two-story home. But all the scenes that are in the Murphy's house are really bright, except for Words Fail, with that song. But it's all, there's just so many little details that go into location and setting of different scenes that they put so much thought into, and I applaud them for that. And by then, I mean the crew. Another pro, like I said, casting. Oh my gosh, the casting choices, where to begin? The casting director literally deserves a freaking Tony for that. They're all so amazing, and not only with Ben reprising the role, but just everyone. Caitlin Dever, I'm sorry if I butcher her name, Caitlin Dever as Zoe Murphy. Perfection. I love how they gave her this instrumental backstory like as an artist because I, re- I really love how that plays throughout the movie. Colton Ryan as Connor. Again, although Connor is alive for like the first, I guess, 10 minutes of the movie, it's still so awesome to see like how he portrays this character and the hot and cold of him regularly and him during sincerely me it's just amazing and amanda senberg as alana i i loved her i loved her acting in rue and the hunger games her rue and the hunger games was just beautiful for me so the fact that she came into dear evan hansen and literally nailed the role of alana i'm so happy about that and the rest of the cast, still amazing. Amy Adams, Julianne Moore, Danny Pino, Nick Dodani, just everyone. They all did their roles so perfectly. You could feel the emotion of every single character, no matter what was going on with them. It was amazing. I loved it. It was The casting was so good. And I feel like that's something that really brings a movie to life, is the amazing casting. Because the movie could be a reprise of any movie, like Knives Out. 
I love that movie to death. But I believe that if the casting was different, I wouldn't have liked it as much. Because Chris Evans as Ransom, it's such a different take from what he normally does, right? Because normally he plays a superhero, he plays Captain America. Like, it's different. And then he's over here playing this character that's like really just kind of conservative in a way. He doesn't reveal information much. And it's really cool to see that contrast. So I feel like casting is definitely something that can make or break a movie. And in this case, it definitely made the movie. And now, some cons. I'm gonna be 100% honest. I don't really have many cons about this movie. I mean, like, it may sound that there are some cons, but in my opinion, it's been like a month since I saw it, so... But it's still such a great movie. I love it to death, and I don't think there are many cons. Oh, wait, except for one. This is just me being a nitpicky theater child, but you could kind of hear the auto-tune in the music. And if you listen to the original Broadway cast recording next to the recording of that movie soundtrack, you can hear some of the differences, not only because they're different people singing most of the parts except for Evan, but you can also hear how there's kind of more auto-tune in the voice for the musical. In the movie, I mean, sorry. You can kind of hear how there's more auto-tune in the movie, But I feel like that's just a thing that comes with it being a movie. Because it's going to be played on the big screen. And there's obviously going to be for need for some touch-ups. Because not everybody is perfect. But a theater requires such a a perfect amount of skill. That it's just so different. And you can't really compare it to a movie. But the fact that they did such a great job bringing this musical to life. I I was so impressed. I cried about like four times. And at one point, I planned on making an In the Heights movie review. And I said I cried three times. Twice during the movie, once during the Dear Evan Hansen trailer. I kid you not. The trailer made me cry alone. It was just such a beautiful movie. And I think it was amazing. And if I were to change anything, I think I would bring back the songs they took out. Because they took out the songs... Which songs they take out? They took out To Break in a Glove... They took, in any, they took out Anybody Have a Map, Disappear, and Good For You. I would bring those back because I feel like they really give more backstory to the parents of both Evan and Connor. They bring just, they just give more layers to the story, I guess. But in compensation of removing those songs, they did give Alana her own song and that made me so happy inside because she's in my vocal range. And I love it when a character's in my vocal range because then I can learn the song and I can belt it in my room. That's just me. But I love when when eh, when movie reproductions of musicals come out with new songs, because I didn't know how I was gonna feel about her song at first, but I love what they did with it. It's called the Anonymous Ones, and it's basically Alana saying, "There are people in this world who are suffering things like me, but they don't show it, and their problems are anonymous, and there are always gonna be anonymous ones." And it's just such a good song. And, yeah, I believe that's it for the review. Anyway, that was my review of the Dear Van Hansen movie. If you guys have any other thoughts, opinions, questions, comments, concerns, anything that you want to share with me, let me know. If you're listening on Spotify or Anchor, there should be a little box where you can ask questions for me. There should be a setting in Spotify. If you're listening on a mobile device on Spotify, sometimes on the bottom they have lyrics generated by Genius for some songs. 
And I believe in that section, they should have a question there. And you can type anything you want. You can literally ask me, hey, how's your day going? Or you can ask, I don't know. I mean, what's your opinion on winter? I don't know. You can ask me anything. I'm open for anything. I may end up doing a Q&A episode one day to answer your questions as long as they're appropriate. But that is it, guys. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, if you have any other comments, concerns, questions, anything go ahead and ask one, and I'll most likely answer it. I hope you guys all have an amazing day. You know I'm here for you, and thank you again for listening to Curly Girl Convos. I'm Ariel Elise. Have an amazing day.